0: Us, us kids all grew up around good people and, and nice people that, you know, if you were good to them, they were good to you. And we just, we just liked it when we lived down there. We didn't have any trouble.
1: Helen Schenck lived in a Laurel Homes housing project in the 1940s. Hear her story in this installment of the West End Stories Project. I'm Key, manager of the West End branch of the Cincinnati and Hamilton County Public Library. Thanks for listening. Helen Shank was born at St. Mary's Hospital. It was located next to what is now Cincinnati College Preparatory Academy on Lynn Street.
0: Well, okay. Um, I was one of uh, six kids at the time, I guess. My dad worked for a trucking company. He, For a while, he drove the trucks. <clears throat> and then after that, he worked in the office. He was a dispatcher. And Mom didn't go to work until... Dad was, dad had some kind of surgery. And she went to work at, uh, what they called Clopay. They made curtains and stuff like that. And she worked there for a while. Her brothers and, uh, well, her dad, they all worked at, um, oh gosh. They used to do coal and, and ice. It was, um, Lampy Brothers. They had their own business. They would go different things at different time, like warm weather, you got ice cold, cold weather, you got cold. But it was their own little business. My grandma lived on Hopkins Street. Aunts and uncles all lived in the same area. Now, see, my, my great-grandma came from Germany on both sides of our family, my uh, dad's side and my mom's side.
1: She was raised Catholic and went to Saint Joseph's School and Church on Ezra Charles Drive and Lynn Street.
0: Um, Mom and Dad were uh, we were they were they were Catholic. They raised all of us uh through um Catholic school and I went to Saint Joseph Nazaren School. I made my first communion there. Father Busmar was a was the priest. Mom sang in the choir with her sisters for years. My aunt used to run the bingo at Saint uh, Saint Joe's. And they used to have um they used to have what we always called the Holy Name Parade where all the Catholic churches got together and they had marches down um Ezra Charles Drive, but it, I think it used to be Lincoln Park Drive before it was Ezra Charles Drive, I'm not sure but I think that's what it was. And all the churches uh, got together, and they had bands and everything. St. Joe's had um, us kids used to march in the band. Mom made all the hats and, and different things for all the kids, and we played little cymbals and different little instruments in the parade marching down the street. My aunt would take pictures of everybody <laughs> with her um Movie camera. I think we went for um, every everything it, at that church had. You know, like uh, um, your special days and stuff like that.
1: Her parents told her that they lived on Beth Street when she was born, but they eventually moved to Laurel Homes.
0: They had benches outside. I've got lots of pictures of us sitting on the benches outside. Um, you had monkey bars and different playground areas and things. <laughs> there was um, my brother at Christmas time with Snoopy and was looking in the cupboard for for Christmas gifts. And I don't know how old he was because my sister was. Real little, and she was sitting in what we called a rocking horse. Mm-hmm. And he lit a match in the closet and caught the <laughs> caught the apartment on fire.
1: The whole apartment?
0: No, just just the bedroom. And and of all things, he got my sister out of the little. We called it a shoe fly. It's just a little rocking horse. He got her out, but he didn't get anything for getting her out because he set the fire. <laughs> It was just an accident, but, you know, kids being nosy looking for stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. One side of Laurel Holmes, I guess, was white, and one side was uh, colored. And I don't think they ever came over on our side. I know we never went on their side. But I think we did all go swimming at uh, Washburn. I call it Washington Park, at, at the pool. We did all go swimming there. We used to walk from Laurel Holmes up up to the pools.
1: The last place her family lived in the West End was above a grocery store on Lynn Street.
0: I think every time Dad would get a raise, the rent would go up. So you never could save anything. That's the way I got it anyway. Uh, most of the people, I guess your rent went by your how much you made. So if you got a raise, you got a raise in your rent. So they knew they never could get anywhere. So he just they moved out and moved over the grocery store. We lived on we lived on a third floor because the groceries on the first. Miss Everly lived on the second, and then we were on the third, and we had like a fire escape that would come down down to the to the ground but we had we had a doorway we had to open to go into uh, to get to the apartments with a long hallway and then we had uh metal steps that went upstairs to get to the second floor and then inside we had other steps so we had living room and, and kitchen on one side of the uh, the hall and two bedrooms on the other side of the hall. We had we had wall to wall ceiling of beds in the one room, bunk beds and things. We used to walk down to the Union Terminal <laughs> as kids. They had a little booth inside where you could buy little trinkets and things. I guess for the people that rode the trains. But we would buy them for like little Christmas gifts for our aunts at, at Christmas time. We always got something, even if um, Dad had to make it. He, you got something. When we moved from Laurel home to Lynn Street, um, that's when I found I, as the oldest, you're the one that has to help pick out the the Christmas things, and I didn't like that. That kind of that kind of made Christmas you know why would I want to pick out gifts for everybody, and then I knew what they got. I did that for years, even after we moved out um and I went to work I would go to I would go to the store with my dad and pick out stuff for for everybody.
1: when Miss Schenk first called me, she shared a story about an encounter. That stayed with her over the years.
0: It's just an older couple um, that used to come by, and um, they would go through the garbage. Well, I'd call it garbage, but it's the groceries they throwed away, and um, they would uh, they would try to find the stuff that they could eat. I even wrote it on the on the computer because uh, it. W- I felt sorry for the little old lady. Um, I I used to make them uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and um, I uh, I gave her a pair of shoes. Um, and I don't know how long after. Um, her son, they were older. He come back and told me she passed away. And it's sad what people have to have to do to to live. Yeah, she was a nice little lady. It was in the back of the it was in back of the grocery store, which was. Downstairs from from our apartment, yeah. She was a little colored lady. Really, they were really nice people. Had a lot of nice friends down there. In
1: 1953, her family left the West End and moved to Loveland, Ohio.
0: No, we had a lot of friends uh, when we were kids growing up, and it didn't matter what color you were. I mean, everybody was everybody. I know when we moved, I asked Mama if I could go live with my aunt. I didn't want to live out in the city, out in the country.
1: (laughs) The question of why they moved from the West End is still unanswered.
0: I can't tell you because it's something that happened to one of my sisters. And uh, we moved after that. We never knew what happened. We just knew she had to go to the hospital, and uh, we moved after that. Mm. She doesn't know what happened. She uh, she was just a little kid. We never talked about it. We just knew uh, we were moving.
1: When I asked for her thoughts about the new stadium in the West End, she said,
0: I I don't, um, see, uh, It's it's been so long, I don't even know. I know where music hall and all that is, but as far as where, you know, to sit and picture where this stadium is, I can't do that. I have, you know, I have no concept of where that's at.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this installment of the West End Stories Project. The West End Stories Project is brought to you by the Cincinnati and Hamilton County Public Library and is co-produced by your host, Key, and our grants librarian, Kent Mulcahy. If you like what you've heard, listen and subscribe to the West End Stories Project wherever you get your favorite podcasts and help us get discovered by leaving a review. Thank you have a good one, Miss Shea. See you, too. Bye. Bye-bye.